really focus on breathing well. Mm. I think a lot of people just take that for granted, but that's one of the things we do work a lot with is teaching people how to breathe with their diaphragm. Welcome to the Expanded Podcast with your host, Lacey Phillips. As a leading manifestation advisor with a process that's, well, radically different from the old New Age model, mine is rooted in psychology, neuroscience, and my energetic gifts. I created this podcast to help you expand your subconscious limiting beliefs about the potential of deserving the manifestations you are calling in. Therefore, you're tuning into this podcast series to show your subconscious that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of manifesting it. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us our review, comment, and share it with your fellow manifester that's struggling or could really benefit from the information that you're about to learn. Well, isn't today such an auspicious day, summer solstice? I love summer solstice. I feel like, you know, summer really kicks off up here, northern hemisphere. I'm up at the retreat house about late April for me. And this year has been really exciting and special because the snow melt up from Yosemite, since we're up here, because it was such a big winter, we're still waiting and waiting for the river to be ready up here, the Merced River, which everybody just like lives and dies by. It's the natural, beautiful, mineral rich water to swim in every day. And you get all of the incredible benefits from the sun. If you haven't heard the episode of Nadine Artemis, please go back to that to understand why it's so important to be in the sun every day. So that's kind of what we're waiting for here. And I'm kicking off today celebrating nature and the sun and everything that the sun brings this season, like stone fruit and the wonderful summer squash and all of the melons. I'm really enjoying eating a lot of that raw fruit, smoothies, making steamed veggies. So I'm taking a little picnic on a nature walk to my watering hole to really just sit with nature and be so grateful for today. And why today is so special, I think, in manifestation, it really marks the half of the year based on modern society. We came in so strong at the beginning of last year, having just come off this really big time to all do the formula magnetism together. And I think it's really important to take today to look at it as your second wind of the year. So if you feel like you haven't really gotten your bearings or you've seen wonderful things show up in the beginning of the year, today is your time to really restart that process. So for many of you just joining us and for 
the old school crew who maybe hasn't quite engaged in any of the workshops yet, but you've been curious, we are kicking off a special for Solstice. So you will use the code SOLSTICE, and that's in all caps, for 30% off of any of the a la carte workshops. So you can kind of get your feet wet. That goes for formula and magnetism, which is how you even start this process to learn how to manifest. And from there, you'll see all of the other workshops that allow you to work through money, partnership, the most important things to create space in your subconscious or working through reparent and shadows. So that's our gift to you today. Tune into the link below. It'll give the expiration for how long that's available. And this is your second wind. Otherwise, what's new with me? We inspections are going super well on this house in Topanga that Max and I have manifested together. So I'm actually really, really excited about that. I, I love the feeling of wanting to rush back to LA, which I haven't felt in a very long time. <laughs> in fact, I felt like allergic to LA and wanting to stay up here constantly. Um, so that's really exciting. We're going to try to pretty much land and rent in Topanga until it closes and then move right in. And we'll be doing a huge overhaul remodel on that as well. So I'm just kind of getting myself geared back up for that. I feel like I have trauma from going through so much with this property up here. But I'm really excited to spend a summer by the beach, really in nature, in a medicinal space, finally in LA where I can be in homeostasis. Otherwise, the retreat house is so close to being done. Um, so, so close. So we're getting ready to fully, fully launch it. Look out for that. There will be um, some secret and fun stuff to engage in, to sign up for, stuff we're sending out so if you're not a part of our newsletter you're going to want to be because that's where we're going to alert you first give you the first on the waiting list also send out some practices of how you can create your own version of this at home so check that out in the link below and otherwise that brings me to today's guest Dr. Danny, which is Danielle Olson. I think so many people are going to really enjoy today's episode. You'll find it incredibly expanding if you're into your extrasensory gifts, if you're from the Midwest, if you're in a profession where you are, it's a very small profession. So Dr. Danny, she's one of, I forget the number she says in this, but one of very, very few who are in craniopathy. Um, she also practices she's a practicing chiropractor she practices reiki and qigong but i think the craniopathy as well as her crazy extrasensory gifts are what are going to light you up about this episode from angels communicating with her to healing her own brain tumor just through the power of intention learning how powerful she is that way also the fact that she moved to LA on a ping she super manifested it uh, this particular woman is just going to make you smile make you understand how strong and capable you are and not only that I'm sure you'll be pretty stoked to potentially reach out and work with her after this episode as I have had the opportunity to do so as Lila you'll hear some fun tidbits about that in the episode and for anybody who is interested she's been generous enough to offer you a free energetic detoxification with a purchase of a session you'll use the code magnetic at checkout and the link is below otherwise enjoy this really sweet engaging and 
I like to say the word capable. That's what I get out of this. I, after speaking with her, I feel so utterly capable. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Expanded Podcast. Today we're here with somebody very magical. I had the opportunity, the whole team and I had the opportunity to go to what's known as the human garage. Am I saying it correctly? Yes. yes. Yep, sure. And we had multiple treatments done and I had such a profound experience with you who is Dr. Well, Danielle Olson is your name, but you yes. go by Dr. Danny. I do. Yeah. And you do, well, an array of things and you have a lot of gifts, but it's traditionally called, what is it? Craniopathy? Craniopathy. Good, Can you exp- good memory. Thank you. Yeah, I combine a, a combination of craniopathy, chiropractic, Reiki, and Qigong. Amazing. And not a lot of people know about craniopathy. Um, it's basically consisting of um, making sure that the nine bones of the skull are all moving properly with one another. And it's a complicated system because it's how the brain gets the oxygenated fluid around the the brain cells, but also how it removes waste products. And so I specialize in people with head injuries, or uh, one of the things I'm noticing a lot is C-section babies. Which you noticed in me was huge. I did, I did. And so if these bones aren't moving properly, a lot of times people have issues with like depression or frustration, anxiety, um, you know, even eating disorders or addictions and things like that. And how does it differ from cranial sacral? It's working directly with neurology in mm. the brain. So if I see somebody that may have, say, a, a right frontal injury, they may have an eating disorder. And so I'll, I'll know how to tap into that area of the brain and correct the, the movement of how that bone attaches to the strut fiber that attaches to the brain. It's complicated. <laughs> and there are only how many of you in the world? About 300. Wow. And how about in the States? Oh, boy, I don't even know. Wow, it's crazy. It's amazing. Well, then as well, you are just sort of starting to let out your other gifts. I mean, I think you've been doing it in private practice, but you're becoming a little bit more vocal coming from Minnesota. I assume that it wasn't widely spoken about being able to see things like the chakras and energy moving through a body. Tell us about that. (laughs) Uh, Yep, I'm I'm coming out, gang. (laughs) Here she comes. (laughs) Yeah, it's not something that's talked about a lot, but over the years, I've developed these sensitivities where I actually see energy when I'm working with people. I can see where there's blockages of energy. And like even, for instance, yesterday, I was working on a woman that had come from out of town. And I was so pleased because she came to me, not as a chiropractor, she came to me for spiritual help. Mm, amazing. Was, so it's happening. I know. And I was just like, I'm so excited. I'm finally getting to this point where, you know, we're talking about this out live with people. Yeah. And as I was holding her head, I could see that she just didn't, like her lights weren't lit up. Mm-hmm. Like almost like she, like her inside of her body was brown, like when you mix paint together. Mm-hmm. And I sat there for a while because I was trying to figure out like what was so different about her. And then I realized none of her chakras were on. Mm. And so I use, um, I use a pendulum <laughs> to, see, course, to yeah. see how they're working. I love that your people can understand Oh, this. absolutely. So yeah. I, I used a pendulum to evaluate each of them. None of them were on. That was the same for Lila too, yeah. right? Lila, yeah. all of hers were off. Yep. Lila was dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. <laughs> I didn't see. I, that's true. Yeah, you were the wrong direction. Too. Wrong direction. Yeah. yeah she was flowing the wrong way. So that's one of the nice things about combining a whole bunch of different modalities, you know, using Reiki for the energy healing and Chica for the um, the other energy type of healing. But I use Qigong to gather 
chi and really focus it and then place it into that chakra. And then we check it afterwards to see if the pendulum actually does do its spinning like it should. It's correct movement. Yeah. Wow. And so with her, then what, which one was blocked or were all of them? All of them. Wow. Yeah. And she's, she's been so confused about her life because she just said she, she can't figure out why she's here. And I thought this part thing, she hasn't been plugged in. Oh, yeah, at all. Yeah, totally yeah. closed off. Wow. She's going to have a Kundalini upgrade. I know. Are you? Have, did you have one coming out here? You talked about how you became even more heightened. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, been, it's been quite a trip to mm. come out here. I remember um, when I left Minnesota, I mean, I left very, very quickly and kind of gave everything away and... I was driving out in my pickup truck with my twin sister and my daughters and my two dogs, and we got to the Mojave Desert, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? <gasps> I knew I was supposed to move to L.A., mm-hmm. but I didn't know why. And we pulled up to this gas station, and I, I heard this voice that said, you've listened well. <gasps> Pay attention to the music in the convenience store. Wow. Because I, I was right at that point where I was like, oh, maybe we should turn around. Yeah, yeah this is probably a bad around. idea, yeah. And I went into the gas station, and um, Moving Me Down the Highway was playing. <gasps> I have the chills. Moving ahead so life don't pass me by. Oh. And I started to laugh. I'm like, okay, I get it. Thanks. Yeah. You know, thank you for, for giving me that message. And the next song was Dream On <gasps> by Aerosmith. Oh, I love it. And I knew it. everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Let's go back to what was your cultural upbringing like? Uh, I was raised in a small town in Minnesota uh, by a Swedish family. Really? (laughs) And I always just, I loved being outside. I always felt like I was a little bit different than the other kids in my family. I'm the youngest of six, but I have an identical twin sister. That already is very unicorn and special. Does she have gifts as well? She's special. <laughs> Love you, Dawn. Um, she, not spiritual ones. Okay. She's very talented and uh, very talented at writing mm. and very clever, mm-hmm. um, very artistic. I think um, one of the things that had happened to me, which I think kind of explains why I felt different, and I did not know this until I was in a cranial sacral session, and I was laying there. This was around the time when I had my brain tumor. Mm-hmm. We'll probably get into that. We have that. to get into that, yeah. Um, but I was, as I was laying on her table, I saw this sparkling image, like when um, sun hits the water. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I felt really cold, and I felt a really strong pull underneath my, my chin. And saw the bright light, like went down the tunnel, and I had a memory of being in water and drowning i did and i never nobody ever told me that oh my and so i I called my mom afterwards and i I said i swear i had this feeling like like i may have drowned maybe when i was really really young because i didn't have any memory of it but somewhere in my subconscious i Mm -hmm. did and she said oh my gosh how how did you know that and I said, so I did. <laughs> You're like, how have you never done it? Six kids. Yeah, I know. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. That's why you have them all, right? It's like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. survival of the one. fittest. Yeah. <laughs> that one couldn't swim. No. So, well, it turns out I was, um, I was not quite two years old, and I was wearing a snowsuit, and my brother found me face down 
in Lake Washington at my grandparents' resort. And he grabbed me by the hood of my snowsuit and pulled me out of the water. Well, that was the feeling that I had had underneath my chin, that very strong force. And I guess I started to breathe right away. They didn't think it was that big of a deal. They got my wet clothes off and wrapped me in a blanket and took me home and well, gave me a bath. Died. Yeah. And so I, I think maybe that's where things may have started, made me feel a little bit different than everybody else. Because I always felt really connected mm-hmm. to energy. And then... Um, You're a Taurus, if I remember. I'm a Gemini. Gemini. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense, too. Well, also, most people report once they do have some sort of interaction with the other side, they come back and their gifts are far stronger. Oh, yeah. And it (laughs) happened a second time when I was 15. Tell us about that. Right. So when I was 15, I was um, living in Grand Marais, where I grew up, and I was in a a river, and the water was pretty high, and the undertow pulled me under... Um, and it kept swirling me around and swirling me around and swirling. And the um, the thing that I thought was so interesting is I, I saw the the light, that bright light, and it's it's not it's not earthly type of light. It's so pure. Mm. Uh, and the, the funny thing is, I remember thinking, I wonder if this is what it felt like when Curtis died. He, this was a boy in my high school that died the year before me, and he was pulled under by a waterfall and drowned. <sighs> And I wasn't even scared. It was, I was so peaceful, peaceful and just like, ooh, this is cool. I'm going around in a circle. And, and then all of a sudden I got thrown out of the water and I came up to the surface and my mom was sitting there and I'm like, I just about drowned. She's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, oh. I love that oh, they don't take this seriously <laughs> at all. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Number yeah, six. Like, yeah. You're one, fine. She's fine. <laughs> totally. You're fine. And so I guess I never really thought about it. And it, it was weird. I went back up to a, a class reunion and I was standing on the bridge looking down at that spot that I had been pulled under water and I'd put my hands up, you know, to do a blessing and, and a, a show of gratitude for being given my life. Yeah. And my twins like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I said, I'm just being very thankful for not drowning there. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, didn't I tell you? She had been working that day, so it was just my mom and I together. And I'm like, oh, I guess I kind of forgot that detail. That's amazing. Yeah. Midwesterners, so jolly and kind. Like, you know, that time I sort of almost drowned. (laughs) I was fine. (laughs) Whatever. Mom said I was fine. So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest, unblocked inner child and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the Pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year-long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else, such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the Pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. 
You can use our special code EXPANDED, all caps, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D, to receive $20 off your first a la carte workshop purchase or $20 off your first month of the pathway. Again, that's all caps, EXPANDED, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D. Okay, now back to the episode. Well, tell us about the tumor as well, because I assume that must have played into the gifts too, pressing it. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, Um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm so grateful to have the doctorate that I have because I'm trained to look at the body very differently Mm -hmm. than most doctors. And so we look at it from the emotional aspects and chemical and spiritual and physical. And when I was 31, I started to realize that um, I was losing my vision. And I was losing my peripheral vision. And then I had a um, really bad headache. I I never had headaches before. And I actually thought, I was married at the time, I actually thought my husband may have shot me Mm because it was that strong. Wow. And I I fell out of bed and I just laid there holding my head like, oh my God, what is going on? Then I realized um, all these hormonal changes started to happen and I stopped um, menstruating at 31 at 31 and I thought well maybe it's because I'm stressed out you know I had a a toddler I just started my first practice Um, we've been building out our practice so I thought it was stress related and then once I started putting all the signs together it's like oh I know what's going on I, Mm. I have a tumor I know what type it is and the type that I had um, comes back after surgery about 80% of the time. Mm. And so I thought, okay, I understand the body can create something that can certainly destroy it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to figure out why I had it. And it's interesting how you run into people that you don't realize at the time when you meet them that you're going to need to work with them mm-hmm. later on. And I had met a cranial sacral therapist many months earlier, and I had kept her card, and I thought, I think I just need to go someplace quiet Mm. and be with somebody that does something with heads. I didn't understand what she did, but drove to her place. And that first session that I had with her was when I remembered the the drowning as a a toddler. And the second time I went back to her was the following week. And I had gotten to the point where my vision was about the size of maybe like a paper towel Mm. tube. And it was, you know, driving in Minnesota in January, driving through a tunnel. It was terrifying. And I remember thinking the whole time I was driving, besides focus, I will not be able to drive tomorrow (gasps) because my vision was going so fast. And so the whole time I was driving, my intention was... Today's the day. Oh, it is wow. going to heal. And so I got there, and I was like, "All right, you ready? <laughs> Today's the day. I am ready to do this. I know I can do it." And she's like, oh, "Okay." And and I laid there um, on her table. And it's it's kind of a long story, but I'll try to go quickly. I saw this image developing on the the one side of me of a of a cliff. Mm-hmm. So I told her about it because I'd never had anything like that happen before. And so she helped me talk through it like describe it and as I as I described it and focused on it I could see that there was where areas to put my hands and my feet and climb so I visualized climbing it and I got almost to the top and I was grabbed from behind under my armpits by somebody Mm. they put me up the top of the cliff and there was a man there Mm. and 
it had to have been like an angel or a guide that the love that was coming from this person was mm. not human. And I remember reaching my arms around because I could feel they were within arm reach. I wrapped my arms around them and I said, I need help. Why do I have this? Mm-hmm. And he said, you need to look within. Mm. Okay. So that's, that's the first time I started getting messages and I get them very clear in one spot in my head. Mm-hmm. It's very, very pure words that come to me. It's not like a human vibrational tone. It's very clear knowing, which is why I'm in LA because <laughs> I got the message. Totally. Uh, but I asked him if I was going to be successful going the course of, of what I did. I, I fasted for 10 days. I ate a vegetarian diet. I believed I could do it, mm-hmm. which was the biggest huge, part. Yeah. Huge. And he said, yes, you're, you will be successful. And then I said, how's my dad? And he disappeared. And I was, I was disappointed. And I, I was like, come back. I, was, I, need I really, I really yeah. actually wanted to know that because yeah. I figured he was from the other side because he, like I said, he just didn't seem human. And so I'm talking to this cranial sacral therapist about it. I'm like, is this a normal appointment for people? I mean, this is, that was pretty trippy. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, this is, but this is your experience. So just, you know, just relax and let it flow. And all of a sudden I realized the angel was back and they were on the other side of the room and they had my father with them and they were supporting his, his elbow and his wrist. Like they were presenting him to me. You asked about him. Here he is. Wow. And I remember, I mean, I started crying because I was just like, oh my God, they brought my dad to me. Wow. This is crazy. So I'm telling dad, you know, you've got a granddaughter. Yeah. I graduated from chiropractic school. He was the one that introduced me into chiropractic. He always knew I was fascinated with spinal cord injuries. (laughs) And um, I just told him all these things. You know, I have an office now and dad, I've got this tumor and I'm so afraid. And then this angel wants me to look within and I don't know what that means. And Mm -hmm. I just don't know what to do. Yeah. And he said, I'm proud of you, baby. Oh. And like, you know, thanks, Dad. Kind of calmed down. And I said, you know, I feel so bad I didn't see you before you died. I was 26 years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see the process, so I went on a vacation to Mexico. Uh-huh. And he died while I was there. Oh. And as soon as I realized that I didn't forgive myself, that's when I was like, Oh my gosh, I manifested this. Again, going back to my doctorate, yeah. we were trained that bodies can emotionally manifest disease. Yeah, absolutely. I manifested this thing, this huge thing that was taking away my vision because I didn't forgive myself. And as soon as I acknowledged that, this hand came through the ceiling and p- pushed something into the top of my head, <clears throat> right into the tumor, and this light came through my whole body. I, it, it was so beautiful. And I just remember laying there with my eyes closed going, I think I'm being healed. Wow. It was so trippy and so cool. And it happened for several minutes, just like this very soft bathing of this really intense, beautiful light through my whole body. And then it stopped. And I laid there for a while because I didn't want to be disappointed. And um, finally opened my eyes and my vision was perfect. <gasps> and I have... No scar tissue. Wow. Um, I got pregnant with my youngest daughter after that. Wow. What did your husband think at the time when you told him about all this? He never really talked about much. That's one of the things that was kind of surprising to me was that 
I've learned now when somebody has illness that it's okay to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people thought I was crazy to not go in and have it taken out, Mm -hmm. but strong-willed Gemini. Yeah, you got it. Totally. This is, this is my journey. I'm going to figure it out. And I've always been like that. Mm -hmm. So incredible. And so then how did you, I think you might've even told me a little bit during session, how did you have the intrigue to go into craniopathy? Oh, just because of having my experience. Mm-hmm. And I started reading a little bit about craniosacral and I was like, well, I know neurology. And mm-hmm. then the group that I belong to, the research group, um, I always loved the the people that were studying craniopathy and it was just so fascinating to me. And, and then I started realizing as I was working with people that all these, these abilities to like see colors and see energy were happening. And, and I knew what that, that healing light force felt like. Mm -hmm. And so I could generate it into people. And I, I remember one time, um, a woman came in with a very large, like grapefruit size, ovarian tumor and she had heard about me because people in minnesota i'm sure they're like (laughs) go to that one (laughs) she seems to know what's going on yeah it was hard to hard to explain but um i remember putting my hands on her her tumor she she was going to a regular chiropractor but she had heard about me and, and wanted to see if i could help her and and I remember holding my hands over her tumor and I, I visualized, I didn't even tell her this either. I visualized it breaking up and exiting her vaginally. Mm, like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Why can't yeah, that happen? Yeah, discharge. And and it, it did an hour and a half mm. after she left. <gasps> and she had come back a couple weeks later and she's like, you got to write a book and tell people that things like this are possible. Wow. Like, okay, so I, I do have a book that I'm... Working, writing. Working. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. I just got to get somebody to light a fire under me and, yes. and get it done. The process is awful. It's hard. It's I be- long. <laughs> I belong to the spiritual mentoring um, mastermind group. And the last meeting we had, I'm like, you guys, you got to hold me to Yeah, this. yeah. Give me like, some somebody, deadlines. Somebody yeah. like, push me. And they're like, what are you afraid of? I'm like, I don't think I'm afraid. I'm lazy is mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I'd I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe I'm a little bit nervous about putting it in writing. Yeah. Who knows, world? It'll work itself out. It will. You'll have an it angel will. that comes and hits you upside the head. No, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> a gentle, loving pat. Yeah. <laughs> what, are they, what are their signs, your daughters? Gemini and Leo. Oh, strong fam. What was your poor husband? Taurus. Oh, God. <laughs> what a, like, intense family, yeah. too. Yeah. Wow. And what do your daughters do? They now live in the uh, the same apartment complex as I do. Okay. And wow. Because they live now on the west side, yeah. where the fun is. Yeah. It's also where the rent is a lot more expensive. Yes. So now they work for Lyft and WEG and they nanny. Good so for them. Any, yeah, so if anybody needs good nannies, wow. they're, awesome. they're Ama- awesome. And do they miss Minnesota? Not really. They're, they're going back. They miss their friends. Yeah. But that's they, they love living out here. They're California babes. And who has been your biggest expander? Who's shown you where you've seen to believe everything you want is possible? My mom. Really? What was her journey? Was she? I don't know. You know, she, she was a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. with six little kids, six kids in 10 years. And I just remember her always being the one that kind of did everything. Mm-hmm. My dad worked at 3M to 
make the money to support a family of eight. Mm-hmm. But she was the one that was out, you know, reshingling the house and you know, wow. carrying boulders. And, and <gasps> she even, um, she started a real estate company up in northern Minnesota. And she would put on her red wing boots and her uh, little vest and throw a canoe up on her shoulders and hike out into the, the woods and sell real estate. Oh my gosh. You know, I look at that. She's was about my age when she started that. And I always thought she was so old and I'm like, I am young. You know? Yeah. But I remember her just, you know, lugging that canoe. She was like, okay, so here's, this is, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. So she kept saying she wanted a canoe. I want a canoe. I want a canoe. And we're all like, yeah, you don't need a canoe. Yeah. And so she went out and she bought three. <gasps> I love that. Yep. I'm so like that too. Yep. I'm like, I'll show everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want one. I want three. Yeah. <laughs> and so now she's my roommate. I love that. So she wanted to come out. She did, but she never told me that. Okay. So when we, when I said, you know, this is what I want to do. And she's like, you know, I've always wanted to live on the West Coast. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And oh. she's like, I don't know. I just never thought you would. Oh. And <laughs> what's her it. sign? She is, what is she? October 17th. She's a Libra? Libra. Yeah, that makes sense. And what was your dad? December 4th. So that's Saggy Libra. Look at you guys, all the fire and air. Oh, I love it. Wow. And so for you, what have, what's been your most like profound transformational story of working with a patient? I mean, you've told some good ones so far. <laughs> the most powerful? Good. Ooh. Oh, God, there's so many. I'll tell you the one that I think was probably the most pivotal to make sure that I took care of myself. Mm -hmm. I had driven to a nursing home to take care of a a friend of mine. Her mom had ALS. And it was weird because she had it for like 30 years. I mean, that just doesn't happen. Wow. Managed that long? Wow. But she had pneumonia. And my friend had called me and said, wow, you know, I've been in the hospital all week with my mom. You know, pneumonia is usually what takes the life of people with ALS. And she goes, do you have anything you could do for that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, there's acupressure points mm-hmm. and there's Reiki and there's belief. <laughs> and as I was driving to her nursing home, I saw three hawks. Beautiful. really weird. So I was in the, the Twin Cities area of Minnesota and, and and hawks in the city just really surprised me. But I know the symbols of hawks mean there's freedom, right? Freedom and blessings, really uh, great things to come. And so I went there, you know, supercharged, like, oh, yeah. bring it on. You yeah. know, I'm ready. And I was, I was doing this hold on her head. You can call it Reiki. You can call it prayer. You can do it, call it whatever you want. But I kept visualizing the pneumonia leaving her. Uh-huh. And I and I kept thinking in my head, just you know, get this out of her, get this out of her, get this out of her. And a nurse walked in, surprised me. I kind of took yeah. my hands off her head and took a big breath in. And I was like, oh my gosh, you scared me. I was so in the zone. And then when she left, I went back to what I was doing. And all of a sudden, Sandra starts, I, I can breathe so much better. Wow. And I'm like, that's awesome, you know? Hey. Yeah. So I, you know, I, th- I think we're done, and I, I hugged her goodbye, which I remember was really. It was so hard to hug somebody that can't move. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, she, her energy was just so beautiful, and and I left, the, and that night, you know, went on a normal day. Um, 
woke up at one thirty in the morning and felt like something had come up out of my throat, like about the size of a baked potato. And I remember I was, I was patting the sheets cause I was like, Oh my God, I feel like I just threw up something and there was nothing there. And my heart was racing. And yeah. I remember I got up and I walked around. I'm like, what in the world was that? That was so strange. But I finally got myself settled down, went back to bed, woke up in the morning, could not talk. Whoa. And I felt like this perfectly burned line of heat all the way down my, my throat. Felt Physically felt fine, just mm-hmm. a lot of pain. I couldn't talk. So I texted my mom, who was my office manager at the time, and I said, I have four new clients today. I can't talk, mm. but I feel fine. You want to clean the basement? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she came over and she rescheduled everybody. But for three days, I had that, that feeling, not thinking anything when my friend had texted me that morning and said, whatever you did worked. My mom doesn't have pneumonia anymore. They went to aspirate her lungs. I didn't realize it until mm-hmm. three days later. And I was talking to an oriental medical doctor who was a client of mine. And he's like, so you got laryngitis? Like anything unusual happened lately? I'm like, oh, yeah, I was working on this woman with ALS. And he's like, oh, my gosh. Because, you know, in Chinese medicine, yeah. pneumonia is one of the hottest diseases. Totally. I love that you so say that, hottest, like yeah. a trend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like a trend. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. Heat index. Yeah. And he said, I bet your throat feels burned. Mm. And I said, it absolutely feels charred. A perfect line. It almost reminded me like if somebody took a metal coat hanger mm-hmm. and got it bright red and touched it against my throat. I mean, it was uh, that, branded. Yeah. It was that specific of a line but he um, told me to make cardamom tea Mm. and to cool the tissues down and then I was fine within like half an hour after drinking that the pain was gone but I remember thinking I need to really protect myself yeah so that things don't happen like this because I'm like this is where we're going now well what is your protection now when you're working with people because I can't find anything that does work for me being so empathic like give me a bubble visualize a bubble none of it none of it all sorts of stuff I've tried mine I just say I know that it's not going to affect me oh so that's and your belief is so expanded because of how much you've self-healed and healed others I used to try the bubble thing I used to try the lavender clothes yes all those things and I just said no I know that I will not be affected that's incredible. Yeah. So we have, you know, a woman on our team that's third generation Christian scientist. Mm-hmm. And I love picking her brain. I sit there and I'm like, tell me the like everything you grew up with, because there's so I mean, she, most people in her community have never been to a doctor, never had an illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, nothing. She doesn't yeah. have any issues. And, and it's this hold a thought, have a belief, you know, do a do a clearing. Right. Um, and it's it shows the power that we have that most of us can't tap into because we've been, you know, programmed Mm -hmm. the other way that it's impossible. It can't. So our stretch of belief, that's why we call things expanded and manifestation. You have to see to believe enough times to then it's like this. And for you, you've had that multiple that to you now, it's not even a question, not a question. And so that's something that you really must include in your book for health, like how you, you know, and I I just watched that documentary heal or healing. Oh, isn't that great? I watched it twice in one day. And what about you? Are there any tips you could give to the person at home right now who, you know, may be very far away from your perspective of craniopathy or any of the modalities you do? Like one thing they could do a day that could be really, really profound for them. Really focus on breathing well. Hmm. I think a lot of people just take that for granted. But that's one of the things we do work a lot with is teaching people how to breathe with their diaphragm. 
I'm doing it now. I, I hold my breath. I have such shallow breathing. I know, and it makes people anxious. Yeah. The whole body gets tense. Yeah. The nervous yeah. system tenses up. So that's a, it's a beautiful tip. Do you have any directions on how you tell people to breathe from the diaphragm? We have. We actually are making videos oh, good. that we'll be putting up on our website Excellent. about that. Excellent. Because sometimes it's better to have it I'm a, seen. I'm an know? audio and visual learner yeah, as yeah. well. I learn in seconds right. what I would read for hours. Yeah. So I think that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks Dr. for having Jenny. me. Yes, thank you for your great stories. And I can't wait to come and see you again. I can't wait to see you too. And thank you for everybody listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, we did. And in case you're not totally ready to join the pathway yet, I wanted to share a few of our free offerings that I'll often suggest to people as a little bit of a blueprint to get them started on their manifestation journey. The first place I like to direct people completely for free is the motivation. You can see it linked below or on our homepage as our testimony library. And it's categorized by different subjects, whether you're calling in career, money, love, wellness, and much more. When you're reading about a member's experience of what they manifested, you're actually seeing to believe and showing your subconscious that that very thing is possible for you. The second place I like to direct people is to the free clarity exercise, which is also linked below. In it, you get to try our own unique hypnosis process, learn about the science and some journaling prompts. And the best part about this, you'll get a tiny taste of what it's like to go into your hypnotic state, bring your subconscious forward and create new neural pathways while receiving clarity. And the third thing, if you haven't listened to it on this podcast yet, please go back to the episode titled Manifestation 101, where you'll learn the basics of neural manifestation to truly understand this process. So go ahead and check out those free resources, the motivation, the free clarity exercise, and the episode Manifestation 101, all linked below. And in an effort to make sure to have representation in this process series, go ahead and submit any process testimonials you have, especially to our LGBTQ plus community, our BIPOC, as well as the WISE, which is anyone in the community who is 45 and over. All right, we'll be back next week.